more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Jacqueline Sweeney. Expect smoke again today, a high of 27 degrees, but sunshine for your weekend. Highs around 21. Smoke tomorrow, but that is supposed to be cleared by Sunday and a high of 22. Well, frontline provincial workers are closer to a new deal with the province. A tentative agreement has been reached for close to 23,000 AUPE members. They've been in talks and mediation for almost a year and a half, but ratification votes will be mailed out in the next couple weeks. Details are not being made public quite yet. And officers are alarmed after a search revealed a large-scale fentanyl production lab they say was a damage to the it was a danger to the community. The lab was discovered by the Alberta Law Enforcement Response team last week in the southeast neighborhood of Silverberry. More than two kilos of fentanyl was seized and sold as heroin that was a street value of around $800,000. Do you think if those are your neighbors you know? Like, yes, you, think you that, know. Do you think though? Maybe with pot, but I don't know fentanyl. How do you know? I don't know. And then is that one of those things where police show up at your next door neighbor and you're like, oh, snap, what's happening? And let me tell you, as a suburb neighbor, when police show up, you love watching. You, get, you got your little binoculars <laughs> out. I don't know if you love it so much. Like, oh yeah, that's a giant fentanyl bust in my neighborhood. That's probably not great for my retail, my resale value. I love watching. All right. In sports, the Esks play Montreal tomorrow night. You can catch, uh, you can catch all the action on 630 Chad and you can win tickets at 810 this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. We were talking a little bit yesterday about honeymoons that didn't exactly go according to plan. George Canyon tickets went on to, uh, we announced the George Canyon show in November, back-to-back dates at uh, Casino Yellowhead. Yes, he is there the 8th and the 9th. And he was telling me at, at Big Valley Jamboree, he's like, we barely went on a honeymoon. He's like, we took, I can't remember if it was his parents or her parents, but like, they went in an RV to Saskatchewan. He's like, it was not a honeymoon. Oh. And it's funny because I was just reading this story this morning about Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Oh. Their honeymoon might be turned into a movie because it was so bad. What happened? But, oh, God. Tell us. No, no. Give me your thing first. <laughs> I mean, oh, they have a bad honeymoon, then they got to go back to work. That's not what happened with them. I'm sure they had a bad honeymoon, and then they went to Ibiza or something. So she was telling the story. Uh, she was telling the story on Fallon a couple of nights ago, and she's like, "We went to the California coast in an RV with their infant daughter and his parents. The van's air conditioning broke down. <laughs> they took this dangerous detour down the side of like a mountain, and uh, they ended up at a prison." Instead of at Napa Valley, which they were trying to go to. And it's just like anything that could go wrong on their honeymoon did go wrong. And not the most romantic, loving thing that you would want to happen, right? That is very Ashen Kutcher. But, but for that, that to happen to them, it's, it's like the greatest thing ever, right? Because it's such an adventure because they're normally flying in private jets and eating fancy foods all the time. Some of this sounds like a little jealousy from you. Towards- no, not at all. <laughs> You're like, okay, that happens to me every day. If you had a honeymoon that wasn't exactly the most romantic, we want to know what happened. Text us at 103939 or call 780-421-1039. Oh, have I got one. When we went on our honeymoon, which was just 19 years ago, um, my husband decided to serenade me on stage with uh, Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you, (laughs) with, oh, no, no, with his shirt flipped forward and rolled up so you could do the belly roll. Nice. Yeah, and we didn't realize that there were some other Canadians there that were actually leaving the resort, and they couldn't get out fast enough. Oh, no. <laughs> and you couldn't get to him quick. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we actually, we actually, one of the Canadians was one of his high school teachers, so it kind of even made it a little bit more awkward. Oh, man. Maybe he liked that teacher. Maybe he was serenading both of you. <laughs> oh, please, please don't go there. Please, no. <laughs>
You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What a great honeymoon you're going to have. Isn't that lovely? <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. We're, we're just in the process of planning ours, and uh, my parents didn't have the greatest honeymoon. And it's one of those things where maybe you didn't even get a honeymoon. Maybe you went to like... I don't know, Swift Current to go visit family. What's wrong with Swift Current? I love Speedy Creek. I went with Chris and Matt on my honeymoon. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. But it was like, it was a pretty good honeymoon. It was an all-inclusive resort. We had uh, we had a station Mexico trip and it was right after my wedding and I was like, well, I guess this is this it. This is the honeymoon. <laughs> Here we, we go. We weren't room neighbors or anything. Thank yeah, goodness. we were. <laughs> were we? Yes, we were right beside each other. Really? Oh, Oh, one thing we can always say about our very own Matt DeBurz is he's perceptive <laughs> and re- yeah. rememberful. It's rememberful. We got your country thunder tickets in seven minutes. We're talking about your not so great honeymoon at 780-421-1039 or you can text us at 103939. Oh my gosh. My husband and I went to Mexico for our one year anniversary, says a, a texter. I was so drunk that I don't remember our anniversary night past the dinner uh. on the beach. Quite a few nights my husband had to babysit me. I got lost on the resort and I spent an hour and a half in the bathroom talking to a lady. I don't remember it, but apparently that's what I was told. I've met some of my greatest friends in one night in the bathroom. Always. After a couple of Jack Daniels. Always. You just make such great friends. Matt, you didn't have a great experience on your honeymoon. I uh, went to Tahiti. It was fantastic, but I got sick in Tahiti. How does that happen? <gasps> the last day, I remember we went uh, on our last excursion, and I was miserable the entire time. Mm. But hey, I persevered only with a couple days, and then uh, back back here, and we we're all good. We shall persevere. You're such a trooper. I was uh, I was belly aching. I was whining. I felt bad for Sam. Jack, can you picture that? Matt whining? Weird. <laughs> Never no. happened. Doesn't seem like it. It's so happened. unlike you. <laughs> True. So where did you go? Where did you not get to go? What happened on your honeymoon that eh, wasn't exactly great? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Time for your Sheets Head story of the day. Let's go to Alabama. Okay. To the Piggly Wiggly. Ooh, one of my favorites. Uh, Piggly Wiggly, if you didn't know, is a grocery store. And it's a chain. It's all over the states and places. Anyways, this dude uh, didn't get a name from this story. Um, was stalking this 74-year-old woman. And she kind of realized it while she was in the store that this guy was following her around. And she, she wanted to get to her car very quickly. She was going to stop at the pharmacy next door. Said, no, I can't do it. I got to get in my car and get out of here because I think this guy is going to do something to me. So eventually she's unlocking her car to about a car door about to step in where he grabs her on the shoulder and then throws her to the ground. Oh, I don't like this already. Ooh. You're going to like it in a second. Don't you worry. So this guy eventually is trying to get her purse away from her. She gets up on her own, 74 years old, and is playing tug of war for the purse. And then she decides, I've got to take matters into my own hands, so to speak. So she grabbed him right in the groin area. Oh. <laughs> And put the guy down. I guess it was so bad that the guy like dropped the purse, ran away, but then somebody else found him, tackled him. And that, I, there's a quote by the burglar who said, like, ah, I knew I was in trouble when the lady grabbed me. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> so it was like a vice grip, basically. Yeah. Ah! Uh, yeah. Lady had a couple cuts and bruises, but this guy is now in jail and things are all good. So there you go. Don't rob people at the Piggly Wiggly or you grabbed in the groin. By seventy-four-year-old woman. Good and to know. If somebody's trying to steal your purse, go for the groin. Soft spots. It's true. Eyes groin. You learned that in self-defense, <laughs> didn't you, Jack? Yes, I did. Like a shark. Jack, would you t- <laughs> would you take Matt's self self-defense course? On that case, yes, I would. I'd yeah. be a little eyes apprehensive. groin. <laughs> Eyes groin. Grab away. <laughs>
You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So we, we, uh, we also know that it is Country Thunder Weekend. We want to we make sure you're there looking for uh, the right caller at 780-421-1039. Who's on the phone? Ashley. Ashley, what are you doing this morning? Uh, just finished work. Just finished work. We oh, have a lot of those this early in the morning. What is your vocation, Ashley? Oh, I delivered the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> that was more Jamaican. But what it said, man. I'm just faking it. <laughs> just faking it. I like Ashley already. <laughs> Ashley, so you're caller seven. Yes. So after working a long, hard day, maybe you can look forward to Country Thunder. Any idea who you'd want to go see if you won the tickets? Um, anybody. This is what I love about <laughs> Correct. This is a girl right for these passes. And she's going to drink Red Stripe the whole way. Yeah. And that's Maruti. There wasn't a lot of Shakespeare in Jamaica. <laughs> Shakespearean lyrics. I will give you the artist because it's a lot easier that way. You just have to tell us the song. You got to get two right, and hopefully you can do that. Matt, are you ready with the song? Ready. All right. Eric if Church. <laughs> <laughs> to fill it up, to throw it down. I did get a 40-hour week. Worketh of troubleth to drowneth. May needeth to complicate. I'm a simpler sir. Um... I don't know. Maybe uh, if you did it in a Jamaican accent, I'd get it. Are we switching this up? Can you? I don't know, man. To fill it up, to throw it down. I did get a 40-hour week worketh of troubleth to drowneth. Uh, I don't know what all it is. All you gotta do is put, put a, a drink, drink in, in my hand. hand. <laughs> That's all right. You'll you get the next two. Yeah. Dirk Smedley. <laughs> did get a new wench. The lady did get it going on. We drinketh all day and party all night. I'm going... I'm way too gone to has thee on my own mind. The lady did get a course and the lady is naughty. Somewhere on a beach? No! Yeah! Good job! <laughs> Sipping something strong. I got a new girl. She got it going on. We drink all day. With It'd be so much easier if it wasn't so Shakespearean. <laughs> That's the whole point. It's very thespian. <laughs> and the last one for the victory. It's a Toby Keith song. We speak of thy cater cousins and the places yon thee've been. We speak of thy skin and thy dimples on thy chin. The polisheth on thy toes, and thy runneth in thy hose. And the God knoweth we're going to speak of thy robes. Want to talk about me? I want to talk about I want to talk about Good job! You have a... A future in musicals. I'm so good at this. <laughs> Ashley, you're going to go down to Country Thunder this weekend. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's- Here's how I know it's better is because I have one of those. I was telling you guys, I think it was yesterday. I have one of those air conditioners in my room that kind of hooks up to outside. So it takes in the outside air yes. and then makes it cool in your room. And when I turn it on on Orange Sky Day, it like <laughs> filled it up like a campfire Ooh. in my room. And now I can turn it on and not be totally smoky. So it's gotten a little bit better. Uh, we're Jack and I did something yesterday we've been talking about for three years. I told yeah. you I was going to take <laughs> yeah. you to a cycle yeah. class. And for three years, we were like, we were trying to work out our schedule. We finally got to go do it. And halfway through the workout, you said something to me that I don't think anybody has ever said during a workout <laughs> ever. Jack yeah. looks at me and says, I smell like a teen burger. I <laughs> smell <laughs> onions and bacon. And I was like, this is for sure me. <laughs> I don't think it was you per se. It was probably your breath. 
<laughs> or your hands, because you don't think about how yes. oniony your hands get. Oh, of course, yesterday was burgers to beat MS Day at A&W. And you so had two. You rocked it. I did. Two I... before class? It's <laughs> incredible. I really supported MS, the Society of Canada. But yes, $2 from every teen burger sold was donated to the MS Society of Canada. So we had teen burgers in the morning, and then we go to YEG Cycle, and I'm like... I felt fueled up, though. I did. I was, <laughs> your tank wasn't empty, I'll tell you no, that No, it was not, but I definitely stunk. Looks at me mid-class. I smell like a teen burger. <laughs> this is probably the replay. You're <gasps> puffing and puffing, right? That class was so hard. Oh, get All that waft from that hot workout breath is hitting your nose, and you're and like... If we're talking about this... Can I say like what yeah, I... Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to compare this to... It is exactly like labor. Really? Seriously? What? Yes. When I was going through the class, I'm like, oh my God, I was flashing back to a year and a half ago when I was having Kennedy. <laughs> and th- Yes. And they were like, 30 more seconds. You can do this. Just breathe <laughs> through it. And I was like, yes, I can. Every sprint is like a contraction? I can do this. When they were counting down and the breathing, I was like, oh, I got this. I know exactly what this is like. We've got your country thunder tickets <laughs> at 735. Did you also smell like a teen burger during labor? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I like you smell like a bean burger. Hey! <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. As we wait for that, we're going to try something a little new. 780-421-1039. We want you to give us a call and tell me about a punishment you received for doing something bad as a kid. <laughs> now, just tell us the punishment and all three of us will guess to see if we can guess what you did to get that punishment. I don't know if we're going to be any good at this, but I think it's going to be a fun thing to try. Yeah. Okay, you ready? I'll, I'll hit you with one of my punishments. Okay. I had to go sit in the car, middle of one of my baseball games. Oh, you threw a tantrum and swore at the ump. Jack? You struck out and said the F word. You're both pretty close. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Struck out, swore at the umpire. I think I was a peewee age, so that's like 14 years old. My Nana was attending the game. I threw my... I threw the bat down in a fit of rage. The bat took a hop, almost went over the fence to hit my grandmother. No! It like I could see the look of terror in her face. Like Aah! my coach did said, "Get out of the bench! I don't want to see you again." <gasps> so I had to go sit in the car. I mean, we're pretty good at this so far. Well, let's see yes. if we can guess yours. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You may have seen this story on your social media timeline. This week it's going viral. The little girl who got a little too uh, adventurous with her mom's Amazon account. Yes, she got onto her Amazon account and ordered $350 worth of all of the toys she could ever want. And so Amazon comes up and it's like box after box after box after box. Smile boxes. So basically mom said, okay, you can go pick one toy from Amazon. You can get your Barbie and you can order it. And because parents like to do that, like you can order your thing and pay for it. And then mom left the room expecting the six-year-old to just get the one Barbie and the kid Still was like, signed in. I want this, 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 this. And, and how just, can you blame them? I mean, they really have no concept of money, so they're pretty, like, sure. It's pretty incredible that she knew how to pick all these things and check them out, too. And as you're a soon-to-be dad, terrifying. Yeah, like, very much all of so. this stuff is about to be in your realm, my friend. And so as I was reading this story, and you can read it too, but I was thinking, how do you punish this kid? $350 worth of Amazon stuff. And the punishment was no internet for one month. And she made them, she made her pay it forward. 
So she got to choose the one that she wanted, and then she had to donate all of the other gifts. That's I good like that right there. I think so too. So we decided as we were talking about the story this week, we were like, well, let's figure out what your punishment was. So you're going to call in seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Tell us what your punishment was, and we want to see if we can guess the crime. Shelby, what was your punishment? Okay, twelve years old, grounded for two and a half months. Whoa. Oh, 12 years old, two and a half months. You got caught sneaking out in the middle of the night. Jack. Oh, my God. Bang oh, my God. No, no, no. First try. I was going to say damage to property, but that's pretty good. <laughs> Man, I was bang on. My stepsister and I wanted to go meet up with our boyfriends. I don't know what we were thinking, having boyfriends at 12 years old. And... Our older brother, who's like six years older, was in the mall with his girlfriend going to a movie, and he saw us in the elevator and accidentally ratted us out the next day. Okay, so we're doing pretty good. One for one so far. Let's move on and see if we can do it again. Trisha, what was your punishment? And we'll see if we can guess the crime. I got grounded for a whole summer. Oh, how old were you? Summer. I think I was about 10. 10 years old, grounded for the entire summer. It was pretty devastating. I'm going to say, do you guys want to go first or can I? Go you ahead. go. I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. I'm going to say you got caught uh, shoplifting. Jack? I think that you snuck out with your friends. I'm going to say you told Grandma to frig off. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, so I got in a physical fight with my best friend at the time. <laughs> Why? Whoa. Over what? Yeah, I don't even know what it was about. I think we just weren't agreeing on what we wanted to do, and we got in a fight about it. My dad's ex-military, and he's like, nope, you're grounded. Back to basic training How for you. How boring is that <laughs> summer? My goodness. Yeah, it was terrible. All I'm picturing you is as Bart Simpson when he broke his leg and you're peering out the window as your friends like play in the pool. Well, I kind of picture harsh. her in a room shadow boxing waiting for her next scrap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, my best friend lived next door too, so I could see her through the window. Just glaring <laughs> at each other. Um, did she get punished? No, not like that. Oh, that's awful. Not fair. She won the fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Basically, you're calling in. You tell us what your punishment was, how old you were, and all three of us will try and guess what you did to get that punishment. Go ahead, Rhonda. I was 14, and I was grounded from hairspray and makeup for an entire year. <gasps> A year? And keep in, keep in mind, it's 1987, the year of the big hair, or the generation of the big hair. So you're walking it around with flat hair. Traumatizing. So, okay, Jack, oh you're going to go first on this one. Yes, I feel like I know this. You snuck out with your boyfriend. I'm also going to have to say it's definitely boy-related. I'm going to say that you got caught stealing makeup because your parents wouldn't buy you makeup, so you stole it because you wanted like the whole look, and then you got caught. Well, pretty much. I got caught actually stealing hairspray. <laughs> oh my God, this is so well, it was it was kind of a second offense. My parents had already found a room full of makeup and other stuff that I had been stealing over the year. Uh, I am just like the the punishment whisper over here has got <laughs> give me chills. I've got chills over the makeup room. That's amazing. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking a little bit about where you went in the wrong direction and how far did you go in the wrong direction before you realized. Oh, no. Uh -oh. That ain't good. This guy from Winnipeg, he's a photographer, flew to Calgary, and then he was off to the Northwest Territories because he was going to take some pictures up there and it was a work trip. Right. When he got to Calgary, though, the terminal he was checking in on was down 
with their computers. So they had to manually check things <laughs> in and they sent them out the runway and there was three different planes. And he's like, I think it's this one. Ended up going three thousand kilometers in the wrong direction. He got to the place. Oh like, my goodness. Oh no. And then he so it delayed the trip and it was brutal. But I know, Matt, you said it doesn't happen to you. You're like a homing pigeon. You got it all over the place. Mm -hmm. Jack, you ever gone in the wrong direction? All the time. I can't understand GPS, which I know sounds ridiculous. No, but when you're looking at your phone and you're like, is it upside down or am I going this way? Does it mean left, but it's really right? I don't know. It's never going to mean left when it means right. There's this wonderful thing called Google Maps. That's what she's using. But that's what I'm using, but but not the dictating one. I just like look at the map and then I'm like, ah. Let Siri tell you. I really should. It's 500 meters. Yeah. Please turn right. Then I understand that. But if I'm just looking at it. What's the you've gone before realizing this is Probably, and I'm a true Albertan when I measure in hours and time, but instead of kilometers, but about half an hour in the wrong direction. That's not bad. When I was living in Stettler, I, I was coming home on a Friday. Friday to see Sam. We were doing long distance. I was really excited and I wanted to take the back way instead of Highway 2. I wanted to go through Drumheller and drive through the Hoodoos and it was going to be beautiful. But people, <laughs> was it beautiful? It was, it was absolutely gorgeous, <laughs> actually. But the thing is, it was the first time I'd ever done that trip and I was alone and I was like, you know, it feels like I should turn right here to connect with the highway. I ended up basically back in Stetler. Oh, I did a big man. like U-turn and I was like, oh, this what is a, a fantastic trip. What? A, and then so I took Highway 2 after that. I was like, let me just stick to what I know. <laughs> Think about how uncommon this will be in 10 years and how common it must have been 15 years oh 100 percent. yeah and the fights you would get in with the with the person in the jump seat in the passenger seat dad had the map out but mom was sitting in the car so angry furious (laughs) dad couldn't find the way 780-421-1039 with your wrong direction story your text in getting some great texts yeah christy says i was on a party bus to calgary for the labor day classic well the bus got halfway to the bc border (laughs) before realizing we were going the wrong way we in fact missed the first quarter how does that even happen and how did you even make the Second quarter. Yeah. Good bus driver. Sean says, I went on a hike in Kananaskis the other weekend. I took a wrong wrong turn and I went six kilometers the other way before we realized a 16K hike turned into 28. That sounds horrific. That's a march. Like a a hike hike in general to me sounds bad, but a hike in the wrong direction sounds really bad. Where did you go the wrong way? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. As you head off into your weekend plans, just make sure you know where you're going. Before you start driving or make sure you know which airplane to get on or hiking, (laughs) whatever you're doing. Talking about your wrong direction mistakes after the guy from Winnipeg went to Calgary, trying to go on a work trip. He's a photographer to the Northwest Territories and ended up on the wrong plane in 3,000 kilometers from where he actually needed to go. Oh, you know what? This is when you can't rely on your phone. A texter says, Siri quit on us in Europe. She started sounding like she was in a hollow bathroom. We did a few U-turns and she had to recalculate. Siri just gave up. That's, That's it. it. She's like, you're Sorry, lost. Blah. You know what I the worst like is? France. Is when you're driving around with Siri and then like the signal drops out and Siri can't figure out where you are and you're like, no, I need, this is the exact time I need you at. Exactly. That's why you got to load it up beforehand. Here we go. Study Here, your roots, guys. It, the homing pigeon will teach you. Not even a dad yet. Kid's being born in October and he's already prepare, got the dad prepare. lines down right. Why didn't you do that before you left? Justin texts in and says, my parents took a wrong turn and ended us up in Toronto instead of North Bay, Ontario. It Ugh. was four hours in the wrong direction. I, what I wanted to be for in the car for this for is the awkward mom and dad fight. 
Oh. They passive aggressively attack each other. <laughs> Always. They're not yelling. Talk in a happy tone, <laughs> but don't say happy words. Honey, I can't wait to get to our destination if you just would have listened to me back at the gas station. Can we yeah. stop and pull over for a quick talk? 780-421-1039. Where did you go in the wrong direction and how far did you go, Danielle? When I was 20, my boyfriend was working out of town in Saskatoon. And I drove out there, no problem, when I, to visit him for, a couple, for the weekend. When I left, I was going kind of in the wrong direction. Like, I had an idea, probably about, t- like, 10, 15 minutes in the wrong direction. So I turned around, realized I only had a quarter tank of gas, stopped at a gas station, went inside, bought chips, pop, whatever, left without filling up with gas, and drove two and a half hours in the wrong direction, mm. only to realize then that I was going the wrong direction, and I only had, like, an eighth of a take. Oh. oh, no. Is this the story of how you moved to Saskatchewan? <laughs> no, but it almost was. Oh, my. So, and are you, you're alone at this time, too, right? Yep. When did the panic start to set in? Like, what what street sign or, or road sign did you hit where you're like, oh, no. Actually, this, this you guys probably aren't going to believe me, but there was a cat on the other side of the road laying down. And it looked like it kind of been, like, hit by a car. So I pulled over to stop, and there was a semi-truck coming, so I ran out in front of it and grabbed this cat, and the semi-truck driver stopped and pulled over to yell at me, mm-hmm. and then as we were having this conversation, I asked him, because I wasn't quite sure I was going in the right direction, and he explained to me that I was going to, like, I was going the completely wrong direction to get back to Edmonton. Uh, how come you left out that information? It's <laughs> <laughs> incredible. It's just embarrassing. The whole entire story is just a, a wreck. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking this morning about where you went in the wrong direction. And there's a ton of stories coming into 103.939. Yes, this this comes from Heather in Stony Plain. She says, back in the day before cell phones, my sister and I were driving home to Medicine Hat from Edmonton. Well, it was a really dark night and we were chatting and apparently not paying that much attention. What happens? Well, all of a sudden, the road gets way bumpier and we see a giant green sign saying, welcome to Saskatchewan. (laughs) Yeah. And that's how you know because of the bumpy roads in Saskatchewan. I think that's what you getting at yeah she says we missed the turn we had to get out the map to see how far we had gone past it was about 45 minutes and there was no faster way around so we had to backtrack and it added one and a half hours to our already five hour trip uh, this one says i got a better one i drove my uh, my family to pei and got lost and took the wrong turn and ended up in northern quebec all french shines we couldn't read them 3 a.m no gas stations no hotel rooms Ooh. i was lost and my wife was Ripping mad. You don't say. Uh, ripping mad's the perfect description. <laughs> uh, where did you go in the wrong direction? <laughs> okay, so I was in Edson visiting a friend, and my friend's mom was in Grand Prairie, and she's like, well, I got to make my way to Edson. I was like, well, he's busy doing, like, a firefighting training course for the next day or two, so, like, I could come and get you. She's like, that would be awesome. I'm like, yeah, I'll make a day trip out of it, no problem. So my friend's that was doing the course, his uh, brother's RCMP and then his wife's EMS down there. And they both, like, gave me directions on how to get to Grand Prairie for medicine and, like, supposed to be all good. But I was like, you know what, Siri's got my back. Like, I, I can do this Google Maps, no problem. Like, it's okay. So I start driving, and everything's all good. But you know how, like, if you sometimes you're, like, following it and it, sometimes it goes onto, like, a gravel road and then it goes, like, back to highway? Yes, it's awful. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so I turned onto a gravel road. I thought, like, okay, this is going to connect back to a highway. Like, all good, so 
keep going, keep going. I'm like, okay, like, this is getting, like, what is that? Where am I? So finally I keep going, and I come to this road, and it's telling me to go down this road, and I'm like, it's winter, and I'm like, like, a quad couldn't even make it down that road. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm on the boonies, middle of nowhere. I have gotten stuck and lost on a logging road. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> so I'm in my little tiny, like, Saturn Ion, and I have no service. So I'm starting to panic. I'm like, what am I going to do? I, like, finally I start heading back the other way, and there's no signs, no nothing. I'm like, I I'm in panic mode. So I climbed out the roof of my, I pulled over, climbed out the roof of my Saturn, trying to get some service. <laughs> Finally, this guy, this oil field guy comes back there, and he sees me sitting on the roof of my car crying, and he pulls over. He's like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? So finally, he's got, like, a phone that has way better service than mine, apparently. We call uh, my friend's brother, and we all figure out where I am. He knows where I am, and they help me, like, get out. But they laughed at me for so long. They're like, don't ever let her go on road trips alone. Like, she'll take you on a logging road. You'll get lost in the middle of nowhere. You like, take one logging road. One logging road. You have a logging road for life. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.